Comrades, welcome to episode 31 of the Quanfi Show. We had some news yesterday, and that is about Cybos 2022, and it is taking place in Amsterdam, and Quant will be there. You can even make appointments with Gilbert. We're going to have a look at the tweet, and then we're going to dive into Cybos, into what it is, who is going to be there, um, what it actually means. We're going to have a look at the last Cybos, and that was a pre-COVID uh, edition because COVID in between, as you guys are uh, very much aware of, um, nothing has happened for the last well almost three years by now. Um, so we're gonna have a blast from the past with an even younger looking Gilbert, and um, and the information he revealed back then, and we can actually see um, what has come to fruition since then, which is really interesting. Uh, Greg made a thread about this on Twitter uh, to dive in even deeper. We're going to feature that as well. And the European Commission has shared a document. It got shared in the Council of Quanth by Ultra Quanthi. And we thought to dive in. It is about the digital identity for all Europeans. And uh, the highlight that Ultra Quanthi had was that over 65% of European population uh, were positive for an EID to be implemented. And... uh, like I said, we're going to dive in, see um, what the ups and the downs are and and, and how the crypto uh, perception of, of EID um, kind of collides with, with what they're actually intending to do. Uh, so it's going to be a pretty interesting episode. And obviously, after our uh, introductions, uh, we're going to have a look at the quant price. Tim, yeah, how's life? Well, I'm back. I can finally speak again. Last week I was dying. I was coughing my lungs out. I've slowly but gradually recovered the past seven days, just like the price of Q&T went back uh... up. So you will hear some, uh, well, some cheeky coughs all over the episode, but it's uh, getting better and better. And um, I'm just looking back at an amazing uh, uh, episode with Hungarian Hornthill. I think we, uh, well, really performed once again. And I was glad, actually, that I felt so ill during that particular episode because I couldn't interrupt Hornthill. I just let the man talk. Yeah. And uh, it was just a very, very enjoyable listen. I listened to everything back. I really enjoyed it. I just didn't have the time to shield it on the... Social media. I was I was too busy last week. Uh, it was chaos, so you didn't really see me uh, on the Comfy Show on uh, Twitter and neither on Instagram. So yeah, that's uh, in summary how my uh, past seven days have been. How are you? How's life? Yeah, yeah, life's good, man. Pretty busy. As most of you will know, I've been uh, upgraded from an advisor at Galileo Protocol to a COO. <laughs> So I am now the Chief Operational Officer, which is uh, quite the title, quite the honor. Um, really proud of that. Having a lot of fun. Retirement is officially done. Um, just this week alone, I've been almost 50 hours already. And that's uh, excluded the Quamfi show and family life. But um, I'm feeling so energetic. Having a lot of fun. And uh, everything takes takes time. But it's um, completing a lot of tasks gives a lot of energy. Got a special group for things that we have done. And that group is fucking 
just accumulating messages. So that's uh, that's that's really cool. And yeah, as for the for the Quantum show and Quant, uh, interesting times definitely coming up with the Cyboss. Make me excited. Quant pump today. Yeah, we're at almost at a hundred, but it's also uh, lift spirits, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, curious to see how this um, how this month will go. I think uh, expectations are pretty high based on last year. Um, mine were high too, and and then I had the realization that there is a pretty decent chance, and that's based on a message that some tracker noticed that every 30 point x seconds can we look at it real quick Why yeah else, can, uh... can, you, can you pull it up i don't know where it is right now keep talking <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll find it all right uh... yeah so there's his bot and he, he's looking for patterns all the time on chain and and tries to figure out if interesting things are happening and and what he found was like every 30.4 seconds uh, 2.7 QNT got bought like clockwork. So um, that's not human. A human is not able to do that um, with that degree of precision. Um, so there is accumulation going on, be it very slowly. I think if, if, if you add it all up, it's about 30,000 euros an hour um, at prices yesterday. So that's so that's pretty interesting, and I was thinking um, that if an algorithm like that would be at work, um, just simply grazing, you know, like a cow, just nibbling little wee bits of quant um, to fill licensing and just build up a buffer, if you will, um, we would not probably see uh, price action that we've seen last year. And uh, I ah, see TWAP, Coinbase TWAP detector. I tweet when I detected TWAP activity on Coinbase. Um, I don't know what a TWAP is or a TWAP. Is it a TWAP or is it? <laughs> Sounds like I can speak deficiency. It's a TWAP. Get out. It's a TWAP. I'm sorry. TWAP. It's a TWAP. Uh, it's from uh, Star Wars. Oh, really? <laughs> Time weighted average price. So, uh, yeah. Oh, or the worst American president. I read here on okay. acronyms. Anyway, so 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 they had the notification case scroll down a bit. Maybe we can find the Q and T thing. Yeah, well, it says it. Uh, it's tweeting about abnormal buys on Coinbase, and well, that's cool. It's run by a zero X uh, technician. I've, I develop bot, is bio reads. I develop bots and automated trading strategies. It's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, there there was this specific tweet on Quantum days ago. I think if I just go back, yeah, here. So this is activation a... spotted in the last hour on QNT spot market. Someone is buying two point seven units every thirty one point six seconds. That's twenty nine thousand two hundred and twenty nine dollars and zero point. Or three cents per hour. Did I say that correct? That the number. I always get confused by the comma usage. In the Netherlands, we do it opposite, so we have the the, the dot between the thousands, and the decimals is a comma. 
I first thought he bought for uh, at least a, a bought bought for twenty nine million dollars. I had the hour. same thing. I I read this to the audience like, my God, somebody's buying twenty nine million in Q and T. But that's not not the case, sadly. Exactly. But still, um, yeah. th- and there are some more tweets. I've never heard about this bot, but then you know how it goes with the Q and T community, and somehow we we spot something. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently. This happens more, so when, when we go through so the I, timeline... For multiple F, maybe, and then Q and T. Yeah, I think you can also search the... Wait, mm. search this page. Well, while well, well, we well, 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 Tim is scrolling there, I'll refresh CoinGecko once again. 99 euros and 55 cents. So that is not a hundred, and I hoped it would be a hundred by uh, the start of this show. The just... volume today is 33 million. So that picked up pretty uh, pretty decently. Looking over the last seven days, we had a spike on September 3rd. Then and we maxed out at 34 million. Share a screen. Then we, uh, on my way. Then, then the volume dumped again, if you can call it dumped, to 11 million. Yeah, that's a third. That's a 32% down. And then it picked up again a bit went to 28 million and that's kind of the average for for the last two three days as you can see we have a nice uh, recovery looking on the 24 hours seems like uh, we have a wee little jump on around three o'clock ish and uh, now we are uh, slowly dying again so we're getting back to 12 wasn't it Tim? Hmm? 12, 12 euros and then range at 12 euros until September no, 12 no euro bells, no bells ringing okay. what? You, you actually corrected me today in the, in the Quamfi Lounge there was a guy and he was talking about 40 and I was like yeah no there was this dude and he said we were going to 12 no it was 15 dollars on the 1st oh, of August uh, well, next year again. Yeah, yeah, the first of August next year. Yeah, that's his bet. Um, and he was pretty convinced. Mm-hmm. He was pretty. He is convinced. We are moving towards fifteen euro. Uh, yeah. So it's going to be interesting bet. Um, we'll see how that plays out. So far, he's not on the right track, <laughs> but he could still very well be. I mean, uh, he's betting against the comfy show, so you, you're probably right if you bet against us. Huh. Oh, now he's just a dash off. Anyway, what do we have here, ladies and gentlemen? It reads Gilbert Verdion, Gilbert. The Quant Network team are heading to Cybos. We can help you organize with hashtag blockchain, interoperability, digital assets, payments, commercial stablecoins, and CBDCs. Should we get a meeting in the diary? Um. And then the image reads, ready for digital assets? Let's meet at Cybos, Amsterdam, 12th, 13th, October, 2022. So that's a home turf match for Tim and myself. And uh, eh, it is. Eh, we actually, I think it's in the Rai in Amsterdam. It is in the Rai. And, and, yeah. and, and, and Galileo Protocol asked, do you think the Galileo team should participate? They responded to the tweet by Gilbert. And I responded to that with, oof, that would be a nice quant Laox opportunity. Maybe the Quant for Show can record. 
there are so many shared interests between our communities, like um, the links to this are in the description. Um, have a look. Ooh, sounds and, interesting. And, and then sounds interesting. Let's discuss. Yeah. And then I got called out for being a schizo. Talking to myself. Yeah, that was totally me, guys, tweeting back. That was totally <laughs> me. That was me. Tim is managing the Comfy Show account. And Tim cannot be reached during the day unless I sent him a tweet. Try it out tomorrow. You'll see. Yeah, You'll see. I, I did see it actually. I mean, if you tag me directly on 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 Telegram, I will I will see it. Or uh, when my phone pops up with uh, Twitter notifications, I will actually get a message. Exactly. The rest of the day, well, I'm I'm invisible on uh, Telegram. Sorry for that. Exactly. So uh, so this is interesting. And the Galileo team, uh, do they want to participate? Uh, maybe we're we're looking to see if it's. Uh... How beneficial it will be, um, and 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 the parallels between the quant and the Galileo community. I want to talk about that for a bit because yesterday I went to bed and my head was racing and I couldn't sleep and I was like, oh fuck, maybe we can go and meet Gilbert because you can actually, um, I'll, I'll show that as well. You can actually plan in the agenda of of of, of good old Gilbert. If there's any spots, and you can actually choose a day, choose a time, and um, and have a chat for thirty minutes, which is uh, which is really cool. And I was thinking, oh man, what questions could could we ask? Um, and we were thinking about, okay, um, how's everything with uh, um, with the QRC20, QRC720, how will that um, evolve? How is uh, regulation um, going to adapt to everything getting tokenized? Securities laws are still pretty unclear. Um, and these are also all, these are all quant things, which are also Galileo things. So everything is intertwined, which makes it... Um, there is so much overlap. Yeah, yeah, which makes it really interesting. And um, yeah, so we're also curious to think, would, would you guys like to see uh, a Quamfi Galileo episode-ish, maybe? Around um, that time. Around the time. Because we are actually thinking ourselves, so Private Yarno, Private Tim, aka Quamfi Show, to, uh, to go to Cybos. Only tickets cost for one day fifteen hundred euros each. Ah. (laughs) Yeah, the benefit for us is we do not have to travel. Really, we can just grab a car and 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 drive there, and then you'll just pay one hundred and fifty euros for parking. Oh yeah, you can grab the bus. Yeah, I need to go from Rotterdam, and I hate public transportation, so I'm a little bit of a spoiled bitch. But I mean, yeah, I could just... also take my car, but going to Amsterdam, my car is an absolute nightmare. So yeah, yeah, Amsterdam is a disaster zone. Um, so we're actually considering this and 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 and, and talking about this, thinking about this. Um, we are also thinking that if we want to go, maybe we can make this a community thing, um, because yeah, it, it's going to be three k on the Quanfi Show tab, and that's uh, <laughs> that that's not really available quite yet. Um, 
we should actually get a, a nice little cash book thing for the conference so, so we can do these types of uh, of trips might be uh, might be a good idea Tim but so, so we're we're contemplating we are thinking about this but we are also um we need some more information we're not sure if we can record video there uh do we need a press pass uh, we only got to talking about this actually like 20 30 minutes for the show so i'm actually <laughs> brainstorming live right now uh, while we're recording um so there's a lot of question marks um i mean wouldn't be a good idea to do a fund raising maybe if we cannot record um I don't know. Like I said, a lot of questions. We are interested. It is literally only an hour's drive for us from here. Yep. Um, so let us know in the comments. Hit us up on, on Telegram or on Twitter if you have any ideas for maybe an, uh, a, a way to get us funded or if you have any information how it goes with, with recording stuff there. Um, maybe you guys are okay that we just go there, make notes, and then just produce content from what we heard from to whom we spoke um those type of things that's also a possibility we, we need some input we need some feedback we want to know what you guys think uh, we are serious about this and obviously uh, we are prepared to pay a bit ourselves uh, but it would be very cool if the quant community and maybe even the, the galileans so the quamrits and the galileans uh, come together and um and get this sorted for us and help us uh, help us get there yeah. Um, so, so Cybos, what is Cybos? Because you guys have no bloody clue. I, 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 bleh, I prepared a clip. It's a pretty uh, well-known one. Um, I'm going to play it in its entirety. So if you are aware of the FinExtra TV and Quant, the re-architecturing of the financial system video, and your own podcast, you can forward three minutes and 41 seconds from now. Debbie Bell Hosking at Cybos in London for Fin Extra TV. And I'm speaking to Gilbert Verdian of Quant Network. Hello, Gilbert. Hi, Debbie. We were chatting a little earlier and you spoke about re architecting the financial system. What do you mean by that? Um, we're living in an exciting time right now. Uh, this time that we're in only happens every 30 to 40 years. The last time we moved from paper finance to uh, electronic, and that was in the 60s and the 70s. We then went digital, but now we're in a state where we're actually actually able to go decentralized, which means we're able to disintermediate how we run the financial system and give people access to technology and, and, and the whole system in a new way. So we're doing things which were never done before. And it's Cybos, and you've had a launch, you've been involved in a launch. Can you tell me a bit about that? Yes, um, so we're quite excited. Uh, one of the biggest problems that we've solved with our technology is the ability to interconnect. Um, and the, the technology we've solved is blockchain. Uh, everyone is loving that technology. It's being widely implemented and adopted. But the barrier is removing the ability to trust and, and interoperate and have flexibility. So we've taken those barriers away and we've allowed financial institutions, central banks, uh, FMIs to be able to use any blockchain uh, at scale. Um, and we've implemented this technology within payment infrastructure, within capital markets and, and uh, in central banks. Uh, and what we've done is we've created a network of networks that's fit for a hyper-connected world. Uh, and that's quite exciting because if you look at how we're doing 
the system and innovation, we're operating in silos. Um, and what we've done is we've allowed everyone to innovate and build, um, but what, we've interconnected everyone. We're allowing people to have access to new markets, new technologies, new customers, and keep what they've already got, but making it compatible and interoperable. And of course, the theme of this year's Cybos is thriving in a hyper-connected world. Yes. Where do you see this going, you know, years from now? Where, you know, you've done your launch today as Cybos. What does the future hold? I think we're seeing um, a structural change in the architecture of the system. Um, there's a lot more market demands. There's, there's new barriers that, are, that have been removed. Um, regulation has caught up, which is really exciting. I, I, I come from uh, the Bank of England, the Treasury, and my, my background is in cybersecurity, so heavily regulated environments. Regulation has caught up with technology um, today. And what we're seeing is the ability to do things which were just not possible. Um, and the market is demanding it. Um, and if the financial system doesn't change, you've got a threat of new market entrants, the, the technology companies of the world. They're able to do a lot more and they're bigger um, and they're able to move fast. Um, and so where we're seeing financial services um, go is, is really an evolution, but a rapid evolution into a, a new world um, with a lot of uncertainty, and, but a lot of potential. Um, and you know what we like to do is bring trust to that uncertainty. We, we'd like to um, allow innovation to foster in a nice, controlled, safe way so, so they can create products and deliver new services to their customers um, whilst maintaining all the compliance they have to. Gilbert, thank you so much for sharing your news with us and uh, have a good rest of the conference. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you. For you. I'll mute my mic. Okay. So, um, this was an interview with Cybos, um, FinExtra TV. Um, a lot of big names here. So, um, what you hear uh, Gilbert actually say, this was 2019, mind you. They were there together with Oracle, Oracle for startups back then. Um, they could uh, tag along. Um, and if, if, if you're a big bank, a big financial institution, if you mean something in the world, um, in, in, in that domain, um, you're invited or you'll, or you'll buy a stand at Cybos. I'm, I'm not sure how that goes, but there will be a filtering system. <laughs> um, I am not aware of any crypto companies. We'll go to the exhibitors in a bit. Um, but what you hear Gilbert say um, and explain is actually the, the narrative that he always had about the regulations, about big tech actually consuming the world and that we need to be careful um, that, that they do not overrun the current monetary system um, and that the regulations are needed and the standards, et cetera. Well, he has been, been creating all those things. He has been mm -hmm. rubbing elbows with all the people that he actually says um, that, that, that need um, to, to adapt um, so that they need to optimize their technology because otherwise they're going to get run over. And, and what is really cool to see is that he is now with his, uh, overledger product actually implementing the Latin American dollar in 2023. So what he warned for here is actually ha happening now because Quant is one of those fintechs together with, uh, with the Oracles and other uh, big companies like that that are actually um, getting themselves into government and, and well, not necessarily taking over but um, yeah, let's say hold their hand in um, 
in innovating, in growing. And um, there are so many gems. I, my brain is actually just just crashing right now um, from, from what he said in here. Look at the, the video in the description once again, and then you can mm. see how much, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to being there. And, uh, and uh, yeah, and, and talk to the, the man himself, maybe. Jesus. Mm. Yeah, what I find quite interesting is that this fragment is from 2019. So we've had quite some progress since then. <laughs> and to add to that, I think um, uh, one of the most interesting parts here is what he says that basically a transition like this only occurs in a generation, or in this case, even 30 to 40 years. So yeah. we are well at the early stages uh, of a new generation of technology and a fundamental shift in the way we approach payments in this case and, and, and the banking system. So yeah, and, and that's what that we is exciting. Be, yeah, but that's why we should be patient. Also, I mean, we know what this token does. We know what Quant does, and uh, we know what solutions they provide. Who they're rubbing elbows with. Yeah, in this case, the, the AWS's, Oracle's, IBM's, Microsoft's, Meta's uh, of this world, um, let alone the big four we know from the name check things and whatnot. Token is needed everywhere. has been confirmed as recently as two months ago. And if, if you look at, 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 at the shift that is going on, um, it's 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 not even an oil tanker. It's like the continent, as you know, the UK and Europe are actually moving apart from each other. Well, that's kind of the dynamics of what's going on in, the, in, the, in this in this world. And how long shifts um, take to to, to finally um, be done, and it, it will be all at once. There's an interesting uh, thing that that just I, yeah go. Do you think? It I don't think it will be all at once, right? It's a gradual transition uh, with more and more parts starting to uh, adapt to all yeah, new reality. Yeah, 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 yeah. For now, for sure. But I, I still thoroughly believe that for now it's going to be probably pretty quiet on on many fronts, especially when we're talking about continents adopting uh, DLT tech. Yeah, um, I still believe firmly that all eyes are on lack chain that all eyes are on lacnet and that they are uh they're all watching while they are building how the implementation will go in south america and if yeah. that is a success if that works um then within a year i feel that everybody will just go live with what they have and it needs to interoperate and that's what I mean with it. it will be all at once. I think I think you're partly right there. Uh, I mean, yes, uh, we are now waiting. Like in the, I think we've we've passed the the, the, the stage of orientation, right? I think mm. we we are. It's pretty clear that all governments are set to implement this technology. It's just no, 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 no. We're we're not quite sure. We have not yet decided. We are still discussing and looking at many different opportunities and possibilities. Sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. Cool. Tim is choking. He just muted his mic, but he's actually dying right now. Yeah, there he goes again. 
Oh, in his fist. <laughs> Coffee your elbow, brother. My God. Haven't you learned anything in the past three years? You're contaminating us all. <laughs> I think everyone at my office is going to die. No, 28 um, days later. <laughs> yeah, everyone is dead. Uh, I'm sorry for this. But what I think is we've passed the point of orientation, right? So now mm. we are, well, in the stage of implement early implementation like yeah building i think they're building i think they know what they're going to do i think they have decided to a degree um and i think they're getting yeah. in place whatever can be in place and 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 i think that they are primarily waiting for the regulatory fl- framework and also the intercontinental international how do you call that yeah between between countries <clears throat> There needs to be consensus for specific things. I mean, if, yeah. if, if a certain country, their their laws are behind, or or their policy just prohibits specific things, or whatever, or there could be a plethora of other reasons. Um, I, I I think they need to get that shit out of the way, and I think that's why they're using the conservative language, which they do. Yeah. Um, ex- uh, except for yeah, go. No, yeah, I mean, I agree with you, but I think that I agree. At- that particular point with the fact that the, the technology itself will be um, activated and implemented mm. pretty much simultaneously mm. for the reason we've, we've seen this in the past, right? Once a certain country well, adopts new technology, suddenly other countries follow. Was with the mm. internet the case? Like uh, Amazon started in the US, and before we knew it, we were also on that ship. Yeah. And I think. That is what we will see here because simultaneously we we see the same kind of development, right? We see European blockchain network, EPSI. We see it in Latin America, but we also we, we see all these continental uh initiatives emerging, and that's that's for a reason, I think. Yeah. Everyone is looking at each other. And yeah. um we will just see the, the countries which are the fastest with implementing regulation. Yeah. And I, I think at the false space, but the rest will follow in after the And it will all go. You, you just named the internet, and it will all go a lot fucking quicker than the internet because the internet implementation actually took longer because there was no adequate infrastructure to disseminate no. the internet to everybody. I mean, I can there remember. There was no hardware. I, yeah, yeah, I can remember back then. I still smoked. That I went to the to a tobacco shop, and there were these these compact discs. It's called a CD for the people. That's uh, like the oh, never mind. And, and you could actually grab one for for free, and you needed to install that on your on your computer. And if you had that, then you needed the modem and stuff. You could order that; it got sent to the mail. Um, it was was pretty difficult, pretty complex. But DLT right now is is quote unquote just the internet. It's 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 an additional uh, algorithm application it's, layer. Yeah, yeah. It, it uses the internet itself. So it could literally be a plug-and-play solution uh, for for entities like Saquant if they choose to be maybe a blockchain as a service provider or mm-hmm. just the interoperability. You could pick your own blockchains um, or, or DLTs. I mean, there are plenty of solutions out there. So if a company wants to, especially with Overledger, they could just go, 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 and, and they don't have to build entire new data centers and servers and shit. They, they can just hold on to their old stuff and just gradually go into their new subscription it's like 
if I were to start a VPS, I could have a VPS in under five minutes. All I yeah. need is a, is, is a payment card or PayPal uh, or, or whatever um, and an internet connection. And I can get that sorted right now. And, and with that same speed, technically, uh, a government um, could do that as well. And, mm. and, 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 and saying that, that means that if internet took five, 10 years to come to full fruition uh, with DLT, that can go a lot freaking quicker. Which is interesting. And and I found this. And, and talking about countries, this, this just came in. But when you were watching the video, I was actually browsing on my phone because, yeah, <laughs> that's what I do. Welcome to the Coffee Show. <clears throat> and it, it reads, just in, uh, UK flag, Union Jack, right? Yeah. Yeah. UK Economic Secretary says they want to become the country of choice for those looking to innovate and build in the hashtag crypto space. And there is an article that comes with it. And it reads, the United Kingdom wants to become the country of choice for those looking to innovate and build in the crypto space, according to the Treasury official. Economic Secretary to the Treasury, Richard Fuller, spoke at the first Westminster crypto debate on Wednesday. The UK appointed a new Prime Minister this week. Liz Truss replaced Boris Johnson as Prime Minister Minister on Tuesday. According to Fuller, the UK is still working to catch up with the European Union in crypto regulations. The new government under Liz Truss will continue with trying to make the UK bigger in the crypto world. Quote, by making this country a hospitable place for crypto technologies, we can attract investment, generate new jobs, benefit from tax revenues, create a wave of groundbreaking new products and services, and bridge the current position of the UK financial services into a new era, end quote, Fuller said in the debate. Nice picture of the Union Jack. The UK is currently looking over a new financial services and markets bill. The new bill intends to help the regulators govern crypto used for payments like stablecoins. But are also brought up plans to bring forward the economic crime, transparency and enforcement bill. This bill aims to give law enforcement the necessary powers to seize and recover crypto assets in the UK. I'm sorry for stumbling while reading. I notice I'm a little bit tired. Anyway, so there's a lot going on. There's a lot of progress being made. And Greg also made a tweet on Cybos. Or do we want to go to... Now, let, let's, let's, let's feature Greg first. And then we're going to have a look at the exhibitors. Okay, Tim? Sure. But first about this part in the UK. So... Oh. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, I went over that really quickly. You're absolutely correct. Yeah, so did someone to become a crypto hub? A crypto hub. Understand correctly? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's they a, are kind of well positioned. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's not, it's not new news. Um, no, it's, it's it's something we've uh, been hearing for quite some time, right? They. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and I, I think it's. Right now, the crypto laws are shit. People paying taxes a lot. I mean, we share a group with a couple of uh, people that like trading and stuff. Um, it, it's it's not fun. It's not ideal. It's 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 very heavily focused on um, on taxable events and stuff. Um, you need to record everything thoroughly. Same as in the U.S. Actually, 
But what um, does that have to do with like attracting blockchain developers? Um, well, attracting crypto companies, like trading doesn't necessarily affect that, right? No, but if I understood this correctly, they they want to um, get all their legislation up to date. Mm-hmm. So they were also looking to, okay, this is a transcript. There's a transcript from the West, Westminster thingy. It's in the description. Um, yeah, the financial services into a new era, uh, new jobs. Okay. I read this also. Governed crypto used for payments like stable coins. This would also cover trading, wouldn't it? Or are they going to generate separate legislation or laws for? No, I think it, I think it will intertwine, indeed. No. Um, but it's definitely interesting, and uh, the fact that we and the, well, the company we invest in is is located at the heart of it. Uh, London, makes it quite relevant. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, for they sure. they will have to. Uh, well, they have to keep it innovating, especially now they've positioned themselves out of outside of the European market. It's going to be an interesting time. So that might incidentally push them forward on on, on these new technologies, where uh, much a much larger uh, well form of government in in the form of the EU uh, might be lacking behind because well we are working together with twenty seven states. Uh, whereas they can now move much quicker and more agile, so that might put them on a regulatory advantage, and uh, we'll see. Anyway, it's something uh, I must say. Well, the Queen has died uh, this night, so yeah, I read something about uh, it. Something we Queen should, Elizabeth uh, II died, age ninety-six. Yeah, who, who would have expected that? I, I didn't expect <laughs> anymore. <laughs> oh, we were talking about the UK, but you, you expected her to live forever. She she was uh, she seems uh, to be there uh, eternally. Indeed, I mean, yeah. <laughs> kind of, well, uh, thoughts and condolences to all our uh, British uh, comrades for sure. Yeah, ninety six man. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> I wonder where we will be when we are uh, ninety six. Are we still recording the Pompey show? I doubt it. Yeah, I, I doubt it too. Yeah, I. Scooter, paper, hyper. Yeah, we'll see. No, we'll, just we'll be the guy with the crutches and the dance floor. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, we just no. have to bring it up. We're talking about the UK, so uh, it's yeah. um, no, no. I, I want to say something about this, and I'm not sure if I said this before because nothing lives forever, you know. And and, and quant is a very good investment right now, um, but there will become a there will come a point when there is no longer. A purpose for the token or for quant network or for the interoperability provided and um i am personally thinking and this is based on nothing but my gut but when ai actually starts to do its thing and ai becomes kind of normal then you you probably would not need interoperability anymore so you probably would not need the overledger anymore and then you do not need the quantum token anymore how long will this take 
I don't know, 15 years, I hope. Um, no one knows, but what I would not financial advice recommend <laughs> is, 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 is think about this. Nothing lasts forever. And um, there are a lot of guys. So you're saying that Bitcoin, sorry, this is a whataboutism, will not last until the last Bitcoin has been mined. Yeah, I am positive that there won't be any use for Bitcoin before the last coin has been minted, for sure. 2140, 2129 right now, if I remember correctly. Um, come on, people, be realistic. And the same is with quant. Um, so I will be gradually uh, phasing out over the next 10, 15 years mm-hmm. and diversifying in other assets. Since it's everything be... is going to be tokenized. But to um, offer you, well, huh? kind of a counter perspective on this. Yeah, yeah. So you you are saying that the, the 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 token will become like obsolete, like yeah, twenty years time. But I think so, yeah. is that from a technical perspective or from an investment perspective? Both, because I don't think if the technology just rolls, the company is established and will be well a publicly functioning co- uh, company, which. Well, all his aim and <laughs> generating profits and just distrib- mm. distributing its services, mm. the token will probably be around. It's just a, a matter of is it still worth investing in? Yeah. As a way to make a huge return, it could very well become just a quite a kind of a stable way to, to securely store your money in a hard asset which generates a little bit of dividend uh, based on uh, gateway returns. Yeah, that, that's, that's, that's all, all well. And, 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 and maybe you are right. And maybe the company will grow together with innovation. That, that is possible. They have to. Even... No, no, they don't. They'll try. But it depends on how everything will evolve. And... Obviously, they can offer AI and AI protection and they can grow into that. But I am not so sure that the the amount of interoperability that is needed now is still needed in the future. Again, I'm thinking AI. I don't know squat about AI, but I can imagine that whatever is being done by Overledger right now, that type of technology will probably no longer be needed in the future in my opinion, if um, if AIs become more common suits, is that how you say that? Mm-hmm. But, it, but it is like omnipresent on the internet. Um, because why would an AI need an interoperability solution that is fueled by a token? And yes, you can always have the token evolve. You can upgrade it, same as you can upgrade any protocol, and then it could potentially still be of use and generate value. But if mm-hmm. the utility falls away, or there are AI protocols that are being created. Obviously, uh, Quant uh, and, and every fintech are sharks. They need to keep swimming. If they stop swimming, they'll, they'll, they'll just drown and die. Um, but I don't know, man. I mean, 10, 15 years is a long fucking time. And if you look 10, 15 years ago, um, I, I can't remember. It was not very common to have a phone that has internet. You know, maybe 15 years. And well, no, so, but... so things go pretty quickly. 
and even iPhone still has only 60 hertz screens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even on their uh, 14th uh, generation. Uh... Oh, I love all the flack they've been getting for that. Anyway, I, I don't know. I cannot see in the future. My perspective is nothing lives forever. Be cognizant of that and and and, and act accordingly if you, if, if, you, if you feel like you have to. Um, I mean... Well, I think things can live for quite a while. I mean... <laughs> Forever, not sure. Uh, once we get hit by a meteorite, it's done. Mm. Don't look up. Uh, sorry, that's a joke. Um, but what I'm trying to say is that the company itself will probably remain around, stay around, right? Because they need to keep swimming, as you put it. Um, and what I think is is that their uh, this this way of kind of protecting their their little ecosystem that they've created through a token, which is a very secure way, might very well remain a very um, like valid uh, uh, way of going forward for them. Maybe. Right? Overledger will uh, well, become know. sentient and take over the world. Like Skylab. Well, sort of, it, it will keep evolving. We will yeah. see many, many versions of Overledger in the future, and all the things you mentioned will probably also be integrated into Overledger. Yeah, that's right. True. We're yeah, just watching a very, end, very, sure. we are yeah. just watching in a very, very early instance of it. We are only in the second generation of it right now. Oh, for sure. And I, I, I totally agree. Oversight of my is you, you can, and the thing is, you can kind of have all these cool protocols. Um, and that's cool. Uh, but at the end of the day, big capitalism wins every single time uh, because capitalism just is very simple like the, the people with the, the biggest amount of money who invest usually win the race and in fact uh, capitalism might even be detrimental to is that the right word? Like to innovation mm-hmm. yeah. because the big players don't necessarily need innovation they need just need to keep their fair share the that's market. what you see in big pharma right now and that's what you see in technology too like Google and, and, and all those other technology giants is hostile, doing hostile takeovers on potential uh, well, competitors, <clears throat> just taking them over, buying out their technology and implementing it on their own. So don't underestimate the first mover advantage we have. That's my contrarian view on what you just said. On the other hand, we never know. And being early into something that's high risk, high rewards. But if yeah. you play it and you go for it, you might indeed get very successful with it. That's just my view on it. We'll yeah. see. Because the thing is, you can have all kinds of protocols in the future, but if you just buy the smartest people in the space, mm-hmm. you have the means to do so, you will mm-hmm. be a force to be reckoned with. For sure. Speaking of smart people, Greg Lund at Greg Lund 27. Swords Fire at Quant Network has announced they'll be attending at Cybos, the world's premier financial services event. This annual conference is organized by Ed Swift Community and brings together thousands of major business leaders and decision makers from across the financial industry. 
Hashtag what? Quoting Gilbert's tweet. Second tweet. Quant attended Cybos in 2019, launching hashtag Overledger Network for the first time to an international corporate finance audience. The video we just showed, sorry, is also shown in Greg's thread in the description. And there, he's quoting a tweet reading, final day at Cybos and our at Hyperledger colleagues have been chatting with, uh, with us on our launch of Overledger Net at the Oracle Startup booth. Looking forward to building a network of networks for a hyper-connected world. Overledger FinTech. It was this same event in 2019 that Quant co-marketed Overledger with Oracle as part of the Oracle Startup program. Quant Network has of course gone on to become the preferred DLT interoperability solution for Oracle blockchain and its customers. In 2020, Quant entered a video submission to Cybos inaugural perfect pitch competition uh, where CPO Martin Hargreaves outlined Quant's expertise and value proposition to enterprises. Consequently, Cybos recognized Quant by nominating them in the leadership category. In addition to their hands-on experience at Cybos 2019 and 2020, Quant hired Andrew Carrier as their CMO this past December. Andrew previously worked at Swift for eight years, including a role responsible for all content and communications around, you guessed it, Cybos. Highlighted here, the announcement of Andrew Carrier as the chief marketing officer. Regardless of whether this year's event spawns any major announcements, the Quant team has an amazing opportunity to network with high-level executives from the exact enterprises they're built to serve. Their attendance is great news, no matter how you spin it. Stay Quamfy. Beautiful thread, Greg, once again. Nice and concise. I love it. So, Cybos is... Pretty big, it's pretty huge, and it has the potential to actually um, maybe generate some, some nice little things. We're hoping over Nature 3.0. Yeah, that's, that's the, the, that, that is the uh, speculation, the right? Of, of yeah, the Hungarian they dropped last week that well, we got 2.14. Yeah, I'm another really maintenance too. release for so we've had a month of maintenance releases. Will it lead up to something significant, especially a year after Overledger officially uh, Overledger Network? I mean, officially oh, launched. We'll see my, that on the around the 16th of uh, September. My brain, my brain. Well, because Quant Network's birthday is also in September, isn't it? And... It's up to say that. And Gilbert always has, has alluded to something like a Big Bang event to unleash his uh, his baby. So it could be very, could very well be. 28th of September is the day Quant uh, yeah, Network September, yeah. was incorporated in 2015. So we will be going towards the seventh birthday. They grow up so fast. 
would be really cool. Would be really cool to uh, announce the third iteration of Overledger whilst they announced the, uh, released the first one on Cybus as well. They Quant, by the way, and, and this is a nice little bridge into the exhibitors. So uh, Quant is not on this list. Um, they're not an exhibitor. They are not a media partner. So they are going to Cybos, but I think they are tagging along with another entity. Um, think, think, think. I know nothing. So the exhibit is in 2022. Link is in the description. Um, you can see uh, a lot of names. ABN Amro mm. is, is a well-known. Accenture, um, ActiveBank, AWS, Appian. I have no idea. Axway, Bankify, Bank of America. Don't know if you heard of those. Barclays. <laughs> BBVA is the Spanish bank. BNP Baribas, BNY Mellon, Broadridge, BMO, Bayern LB, Banking Circle. Heard that name before as well. Um, Cap, yeah, Cap Gemini, Cap Gemini, <laughs> Citibank, uh, CGI, uh, ClearBank, <clears throat> Commerce Bank. No, we can we can drop a few more. Credit Suisse, Crown Agent, Crypto Finance. Now Deutsche Bank, D. DTCC, Dow Jones, uh, Euroclear, Euronext, Europe, the ECB, or Euronext, Ernst & Young, Financial Times, uh, Finextra, Fintech Finance, Finality, where did I heard that before? Um, HSBC, HP, IBM, ING, uh, Intellect, uh, Icon Solutions, JP Morgan. It's also some sort of... KBC Bank for us in België. Yep, KPMG. Man, 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 man. Lloyds, Lloyds Bank. Lexus, Nexus. Lexus, Nexus, is that... Uh, MasterCard. Insurance company. Microsoft will be there, boys. That's Maestro, actually. 100%, 100% of our viewers know. Is That's Maestro, right? Yeah. I thought Maestro was with the blue and MasterCard is with the orange. And the... Either MasterCard or Maestro. I think it's Maestro. Place your bets now. MasterCard. Shit, it's MasterCard. Oh. Uh-oh. But 100% of our viewers are men. Microsoft so is going to be there. McKinsey um, and Company. What? McKinsey. Okay, never heard of it. NTT. You, you, you don't? Oh wow. No. Okay. Uh, NatWest, Oracle. Palantir. Isn't Palantir like the defense? Uh, the defense contractor, like the they do all these kind of. Uh, Software stuff for the U.S. Department of Defense. Palantir Technologies, software company that builds enterprise data platforms for use by organizations with complex, sensitive data environments. More than 2,500 Palantir employees work in offices around the globe, including blah 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 blah. 
deploying AI and ML to optimize internal processes, executing customer-centric transformations. Technology is designed to empower humans, not replace them. Yada, yada, yada. I have no clue. Um, Pelican, Synergy, Quantexa, Rabobank, Red Hat, RBC, Raffaisenbank International, R3, also rings a bell. Uh, six. Santander, six. Société Générale, Sockjam, Standard Bank, State Street. So, yeah, uh, the banker, global financial intelligence, Federal Reserve Financial Services, clearing house. Wait, is that Loft? The Luxembourg House of... Fin- hey, I actually uh, had a talk with them. Uh, Luxembourg House of Financial Technology. Uh, once I had an interview with uh, people from there. It's pretty cool. Nice, nice. UBS, Unicredit, Visa, Volante, Watspay, Wells Fargo, Roadline. Yeah, Worldline, by the way, is a partner through Nexi. Uh, and mm. they are part of the same conglomerate. So Worldline is a Nexi partner. Visa. Is it, is it Nexi here? No, it's not, I think. No, what a but shit World... company. Yeah. That's pretty cool that the loft is there. Um, I interviewed those people back in the day. And they knew Overledger. That was the coolest. They knew about overlapping. So that's 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 a lot of. Um, that's an impressive list. <laughs> big kahunas, yeah. And then I'll, I'll go through the media partners while you're looking at the tip of my face. Um, Capital Monitor, Dow Jones, uh, Euro Money Magazine, EMEA Finance, FinTech the Confi Show, the Confi Show, Financial Times, FinTech Futures, FinExtra, Funds Europe. Future Banking, Global Custodian, Global Finance, Global Trade Review, IBS Intelligence, Innovate Finance, Risk and Compliance, Securities Review, Technology Report, The Asian Banker, The Banker, The Fintech Times, The Papers, Trade Finance. Yeah, okay, we get it. Digital. Why do you always do that before I'm almost done? Fuck you. Trade Finance Global, Treasury Today Group, and I missed one here, and that was (laughs) Global Custodian. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i know Great it's a success I, I did it I, again i i know there weren't were too many so i thought i'd just flip through this so yeah this is this is a huge 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 deal and it would be very interesting very very interesting to uh, to be here especially on the thursday didn't they announce overledger on the last day of the last cyber or was that in the beginning i can't remember no clue i wasn't there back then Ah, sadly. Final day, chatting. I wasn't even born in 2019. You were still liquid, dude. Yeah, yeah. But now, uh, but it's yeah, interesting, man. I'd love to go there. It would be really, really cool. Yep. Sure. uh, We'll keep you posted. Yeah. How, how long are we talking, by the way, Tim? I'm curious. Uh, actually, we are talking for uh, 59 minutes and 35 seconds, roughly. Okay. Did you guys notice, by the way, that the Quamfi Show times have gotten a lot shorter 
let's say the last five to ten episodes that were pretty much always under the two hour mark except for when we are hungarian on the show um but we, we are averaging about hour and a half yeah let us let us let us know in, in the comments how you guys um feel about this i mean average commute for for a lot of people is about 30 to 45 minutes that would mean you could actually listen to an entire show on your commute daily um well, it's not the average commute, but for the people that have to commute, so uh, everybody lives in. That. Yeah, I think we we kind of reached an equilibrium at around <laughs> one hour and thirty minutes. Not because we aimed for that, but simply because of the fact that we kind of run out of content after uh, so much time. And when we do, when we don't, we continue, and we usually push towards the two hours. But uh, yeah, I don't. I don't feel that's the case. Don't? I, I feel no. I feel that we're 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 being more concise. Yes, and that we're being more picky with the topics we choose. We 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 don't try to cover everything. And I mean, in the beginning, we needed to get so much shit out of our system that we yeah. just buried you motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember the first kind of episode. Is sometimes we were talking for three hours straight. Yeah, yeah, just because yeah. we were so excited, like where yeah. do we even start? Yeah, now, we're still ex- we're still excited. I mean, yeah, we're still yeah. excited every every show, but it's. Uh, we're, we're, I mean, we're being more concise, more efficient, more effective. I think. Yeah, we we, we know we know the drill at this point. I know where yeah. uh, where I need to interrupt Jarno, and uh, Jarno knows how to keep me interested. And address me and on that bomb show european yeah. digital identity okay so the european commission and um digital identity for all europeans this is quite interesting and and, and why and why the accent and i'm i'm back on the screen and away from the screen share is because this is a, a sensitive topic but mostly for in my opinion mostly for the people that are into the crypto sphere, and um, I, I think maybe a, a specific generation, and, and I'll, 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 I'll prove later the, the 65% that's in the article of people that, that want this. Um, there's always a portion of the, of the population that is scared for monitoring, scared for tracking, um, and with scared, I mean like really, truly fucking scared uh, about being monitored and everything being being used and abused and misused by the government or by whatever. And those people usually have the loudest voices. Um, and I'm not going to start this whole rant over again because we talked about this 10,000 times. Many times before. Yes. Um but what you're seeing here in this article is um, that the concerns of those people are heard and, and that they are addressed. And, and, and what I think is really interesting, I skimmed through the article. I haven't read it thoroughly quite yet. But we're going to go through all the topics one by one. Um, is that it actually, indeed, as Gilbert also said, wants to make everything better and with better i mean and he means and they mean more secure more control 
um, safer and, and, and easier whilst also taking away the power from the Facebooks, the Googles, etc., of this world. Because right now, um, when I look at my computer, I have different Google accounts for all my um, topics, so to speak. So I have a Galileo Google account, I have a Confshell, I have another project, I have my own couple of projects, and I have Google accounts for all those. That's all data, that's all information. And I need to log in every time um, with, with, with different credentials, etc. And I, I'm just sharing all my information with them. And then I can one click and log in to a website wherever I want to go. But oftentimes yeah. I, just, I just choose not to. I just choose not to use Google and just use a separate email address or, or use my Google email address, but then they do not have the, the privileges, Google, I mean, to look at all my information. I know this sounds a little bit weird, but oftentimes should, when, uh... you log in, when you log in with Google, you give all the information where you log in to Google. And you have practically no control over this unless you actually want to invest like hours and hours into getting that done. Here they are talking about digital identities. And did you want to add something or can I? I, I wanted to say, are, are we turning into the, the Check D uh, checked uh, show? I have no fucking clue. I don't know what Check D is and I don't care for it. Check D is the, well, you know what Check D is. I do not. You know, because we've talked about Check D quite, quite a couple of times. It's the really? crypto that does suffer in the, Yourself, yes. software, and identity. That, that, that I so, do get, know. But yeah. Have we heard the story before? So where are we heading with this article? What does the... the, the is this a... Are you taking the piss? I literally no, have I'm no not. clue about Check D. I, I have no clue. I know don't. that it exists, and I know it does SSI. But besides that, yeah, I well, we, you shared the... I am not, I'm, I'm not in their council. I, I, I'm not well, in yeah, no, fair, fair, fair. Uh, don't worry. Sorry for, for interrupting you. It's just a bit of me being skeptical on this uh, story. Is this the Council of Europe or uh, European Commission? I think it's the European yes. Commission, right? Yeah. yeah. No, like, no, we've <laughs> we've kind of covered the um, well this story together, at least in 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 in, in uh, well cooperation with uh, bring Overlatcher into the equation by no. talking about uh, a uh, Twitter thread of. The the guy with the incredibly long name, the Big Bags 30K, better known as Ultra Pump, yeah, or yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. uh, Torian uh, uh, Longholds or something on Twitter. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And that's about, well, the case yeah, for this. Yeah, but yeah, now yeah. it's interesting that, well, European Commission at least is pushing for this. And apparently some kind of research is now showing that 65% of Europeans are in favor. I'm always a bit yeah. skeptical. Like I don't, not that I doubt the research methods, um, but, but you should always take into account that it's probably biased. Uh, but yeah, on the other hand, I'm not going to doubt their research methods. It's probably valid. Uh, there are uh, very valid ways to do research. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know. The European Commission clearly wants this, and I think this is for a good reason. Because I hate it that I need to lock in everywhere on every website. I actually forgot. Sorry, I'm taking over the narrative now. I actually forgot my my uh, my pin code. Like typing that in because I'm just my my brain is getting 
fright with all these passwords and pin codes and logins and so annoying and just one one method to log in make it happen please the european digital identity will be available to eu citizens residents and businesses who want to identify themselves or provide confirmation of certain personal information it can be used for both online and offline public and private services across the eu Every EU citizen and resident in the Union will be able to use a personal digital wallet. There's a nice little quote from uh, Ursula von der Leyen. And it reads, quote, Every time an Apple website asks us to create a new identity or to easily log on via a big platform, we have no idea what happens to our data in reality. This is why the Commission will propose a secure European e-identity. One that we trust and that any citizen can use anywhere in Europe to do anything from paying your taxes to renting a bicycle. A technology where we can control ourselves, what data is used and how. So the benefits of the European digital identity, the right for every person eligible for a national ID card to have a digital identity that is recognized anywhere in the EU. The simple and safe way to control how much information you want to share with services that requires sharing of information. Operated via digital wallets available on mobile phone apps and other devices to identify online and offline, store and exchange information provided by governments, e.g. name, surname, date of birth, nationality, store and exchange the information provided by trusted private sources, use the information as confirmation on of the right to reside, to work, or to study in a certain member state. So this is really nice. And, and, and there are tons of applications for this. Um, where where our life becomes more safe and 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 easier. Um, why is it needed? Well, today only about sixty percent of the EU population in fourteen member states are able to use their national EID cross border. Only fourteen percent of key public service providers across all member states allow cross border authentication with an e identity system. For example, to prove a person's identity on the internet without the need for a password. The number of successful cross-border authentications per year is very small, though on the increase. 72% of users want to know how their data is processed when they use social media accounts. 63 of EU citizens want a secure single digital ID for all online services. That's a Eurobarometer survey. Fair. Key principles are available to any EU citizen, resident, or business in the EU who wants to use it, Widely usable as a way of identification or to confirm certain personal attributes for the purpose of access to public and private digital services across the EU, giving full control to users to choose which aspect of their identity, data, and certificates they share with third parties and keep track of such sharing. And then they give some examples for practical use. I think this is, uh, this is really interesting. So the European digital identity can be used for any number of use cases. For example, public services, such as requesting birth certificates, medical certificates, reporting a change of address, opening a bank account, filing tax returns, applying for a university at home or in another member state, sorting a medical prescription that can be used anywhere in Europe, providing your age, renting a car using a digital driver's license, checking into a hotel. So what you yep. see with this, to a degree, in the Netherlands, we already have this. With DigiD, we spoke yep. about this in past episodes. So we can actually open a bank account, use public services, apply to a university, 
prove your age. Uh, we can all do that with DigiDay already. In fact, you, you cannot do it. You need it. <laughs> yeah. Without it, it, you're not going to do anything. Yeah. But you, you, you cannot simply travel quite yet because our IDs are still not digitized. Which is stupid. Uh, I mean, if you lose your passport, you're screwed. I remember your Turkish hospital story. Let's not do it again, but it's annoying. Yes. So using the European digital identity, applying for a bank loan. Um, this is a nice little graph. You can look at it yourself. Link is in the description. But um, it, 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 it just takes you through all the steps um, that you usually have to take. And, and, and now you can actually just do it the before and after uh, in three actions. Um, and th th they say this about it by using the digital European digital identity, user only has to select the necessary documents that are stored locally on his digital wallet to reply, stored locally on his digital wallet to reply to the bank request. Verifiable documents are created and sent securely to verification for verification who then can continue with the application process. And the goal is to make everything easier. So digital signatures called e-signatures, e-timestamps, um, e-IDs, and these are specified for business and, and citizens. You can look that up in the article. Um, they're looking at a qualified web authentication certificate. E-seals guarantee both the origin and the integrity of a document and uh, electronic registered delivery services protect against the risk of loss, theft, damage, or alterations when sending documentation. There are some resources with here with this as well. Um, this is this to me is 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 huge because if if you think about it, it is. Ev everything that you do on the internet within the EU can now then accept your 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 EID and 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 what they also wanted to do and it's not in this article, um, but they also wanted uh, to create a way um, which has some form so, so, some sort of form of anonymous identity, so that you do not have to um, expose everything, but they'll have zero knowledge proof for your age. Say you want a Steam account, um, or you want to buy alcohol or tobacco or or whatever medication online. You need to log in with your EID and, and, and it just scans only for your age. And obviously not for medication, whatever, but it only scans for your age and you get a thumbs up or a thumbs down and then you can proceed through the website. Right now, if I want to buy some vape gear or whatever, I just need to click on you age 18. And for the people that can't read, the green button is yes and the red button is no. So even if you can't read, you, you cannot you cannot misclick on this. And it's just, it, it doesn't work. There's no point. But if you have your payment card or your your login credentials, screen that. And most people are probably like, eh, I don't care. But I have a daughter and a son. And I would very much like that whenever they go online and they want to buy some shady what's it, what's it that then the website says, no, no, you are not 18. I think that'd be perfect. And obviously, there's ways around that, and yada yada yada. Um, but there, there's there's a lot of upsides, and um, especially for the anonymity part of things, um, I think it's a good thing. I can't wait, and uh, especially for digitizing all my shit. 
because I hate bank cards and passports and driver's oh. licenses. It's just, and it's expensive, man. How many percent of your taxes that you pay think go to um, keeping both money and identification documents and stuff safe and protected from 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 from, from copying and fraud and and all those things? There is tons and tons and tons of money being swallowed up simply to 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 stop criminal behavior and yeah. and to it's such an ineffective uh, system yeah the things we need to digitize and that will definitely often, be digitized in the future it's 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 what gilbert said in 2019 it's exactly yeah. that there is there there's a revolution going on everything's going to be tokenized and um it will all go a lot quicker a lot safer a lot more smooth and uh, will be a lot cheaper. Cyboss, motherfucker! I want to go there, man. Woo-hoo! I really yeah. do. I really want to go. Um, okay. I have nothing anymore. We are we are through. <clears throat> I have all the topics that we wanted to cover covered, and um, I feel cool. very much fulfilled. And yeah, uh, <sighs> thanks once again. Um, I didn't ask any questions. I was completely invisible on social media. So I, I don't really have anything to add, uh, except for okay. the fact that I should somehow still upload probably some 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 uh, shorts from the Hungarian uh, interview. I might do mm, that. For sure, for no. sure. And, but and I need to have po- time for it. Hmm? And run a poll. See if people are willing to help and and get us to cyboss, and and then ask the question: uh, w- Would you pay for us to go to cyboss? Yes, but only if you can record video. Or yes, go anyway. Or no, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, so, 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 which is understandable. Like and and I ask these questions to you guys as well. If you're still listening, thank you very much. Leave a comment um, and 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 let us know uh, how you feel. We are willing to 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 maybe do a fundraiser and 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 see um, what can be done because um, we definitely want to go, but we need to do for the right reasons and with the right expectations. To me, that's important. I know for Tim as well. So yeah. let us know. Again, thank you so much mm-hmm. for watching. Leave a like and a comment. Hit us up on our platforms. I am in every quant group just about uh, <laughs> I'm also the Galileo group you can tackle me there as well um, stay comfy and uh, we'll see you on the next one stay comfy <laughs>